I'm here with Yvonne Reem, and you are the Spanish director of the Alexander House. <clears throat> and Greg and Julia Alexander have been on the network many times, have done series. <clears throat> they have a ministry to help uh, marriage and family. Um, so tell us about a little bit about the thumbnail of the Alexander House. Wow, yeah, mm. it's actually, yes, it's a mission entrusted from the Holy Spirit to Greg and Julia Alexander. They were in the brink of divorce many years back, mm -hmm. and they surrendered to God. And Greg made this promise to God, if you help me to save my marriage, I promise you from now on, we're going to be helping, helping any marriage in crisis. So since those years, they've been helping thousands and thousands and thousands marriages in crisis. Mm -hmm. And then we came on board, Father, like almost eight years ago, mm -hmm. we went through, uh, uh, I mean, a hell marriage crisis. We went, I mean, we went through divorce. We signed papers, divorce. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks be to God, we need, I need to share this story because it's, it, it was a blessing for me. It was the year 2001. And again, I was, uh, we were just moving to San Antonio, Texas. And I, I was recovering from cancer. And I was laying down in, in my room watching EWTN. And I saw these beautiful couple, they were shooting, doing some series mm -hmm. with, uh, I don't remember the name of this priest in the EWTN. And I saw this beautiful couple, beautiful couple, and they were sharing their stories. That they were having a crisis, that they were almost uh, going through divorce and adultery, I mean, you name it. But uh, with the grace of God, they saved their marriage. Mm. And uh, they really catch my attention because uh, Greg is, I don't know, he's extremely tall. Julie is, is uh, not short, but she's like blondie, like a cheerleader. She was mm. beautiful, mm. she was very handsome. So this beautiful couple. And he was a basketball player. Oh, exactly. I think he was, think he was college <laughs> basketball player. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't imagine the size of the man. <laughs> so they really got my attention yeah. and they were living in San Antonio, in the mm. place that I was living. So I was listening to their story, Father, mm -hmm. and going through adultery and this and that. And I was thinking, Father, oh my gosh, I will never gonna need, I, I will never gonna be in the position to need them right. because I will never gonna go through that thing, adultery mm -hmm. and everything. And I was, it's not for me. Thank you, but not thank you, mm -hmm. not for me. <laughs> Father, 15 years later, we went through a big crisis. And here you go, the Alexander were the ones helping us saving our marriage yeah. and here we are they i mean with all this story of course we went through them with the whole program it's a beautiful program that the holy spirit entrusts to them we uh, where they uh well i have to say they teach us uh all everything about marriage the catholic marriage god's plan for marriage i mean father things that we were supposed to know i mean in, in our pre-marriage classes right and i, I right. mean Things that were supposed to be ready when you get into the marriage, but no, we didn't know. Uh, God's plan for marriage. We talk about healing and forgiveness. We, I mean, we went through the whole process and our, our marriage was saved through the grace of the sacrament and with the guidance of the Alexander. Mm. And uh, like months later, a few months later, uh, at that time we didn't live in San Antonio, but we came back to live to San Antonio. And I saw Greg and Julia, I mean, Greg in the distance in the archdiocese. 
I saw him. I went to give him thanks personally for all the work he was, yeah. I mean, we did, he did for us. And, uh, and I was, Greg, hey, do you remember me? And he was, uh, no. And I was, well, this is Yvonne. Remember, you help us to save our marriage. And he was, uh, and? That was his only expression. <laughs> and? And I, was, and I said, well, Greg, our marriage was saved. And he ran away, told me, Padre. He told me, and are you ready to work for us? And I was really, yes, of course, we're in a big need of the, someone to take care of the Spanish. Mm -hmm. And he was giving me all this explanation. And I was like, perfect. I'm here to help. I mean, to help God. I mean, we are witness of the power of the sacrament. The very next day, we met with them in a, caf in a, in a cafeteria. And uh, the very moment Julie saw us, she was, and they both were like, uh, you were the answer for years of prayers, mm. years of prayers and it happens because also because like uh, many months back I was shooting for a secular nationwide television uh, where you don't speak about God but they let me to share my experience with this with all this program from the Alexander it was a blessing and uh, and I shared all the, the exercise healing and forgiveness exercise and of course I gave credit to the Alexander house in Spanish and they start to receiving all these calls mm. from from Spanish speakers you see all the nuts that God was right, working already. Right, right. They, they didn't know that it was because of what I did on that secular TV. They were already starting getting all these oh, phone wow, calls. No, wow. it, it was amazing. So since then, they, they, I mean, they, when they, I mean, when they, we got together, they told us, we want you to be Greg and Julie Alexander and Espanol. Mm. <laughs> they speak no Spanish whatsoever. <laughs> so since then, and we've been blessed to work for God yeah. through them. And tell us, can you tell us some of like the steps of, because I remember in Greg's story, I think it was, like I think they went to the priest, and didn't the priest give them a copy of Humanae Vitae? They gave you a hand yeah. and everything, and the priest uh, told us, uh, okay, before we go through the annulment process on everything you want to do, uh -huh. what's God's plan for marriage? Right. He made three questions. Okay. So Greg went back, to home and he uh, started reading and yeah. he went to the bar. The Bible, Julie was sleeping. He went to wake up Julie. Hey, we need to learn. And he was, I mean, learning and learning and learning. And when he, he was, when he put in his kneel and he asked God and he made a promise. If you heal our marriage, if you um, help us to save our marriage, we um, we're gonna be helping. And yes, the humane vite, because at that time, of course, they they heard i mean they listened to the world and we went through this the vasectomy not to have more children so he read humanivite and he was no i need to to how do you say to to reverse move back it. reverse mm -hmm. the vasectomy mm -hmm. they went to to the priest and the priest mm -hmm. said as long as you are i mean you want to be forgiven for that there's no need for you to do it to do it and yeah. they said no if i'm gonna be if i'm gonna be i'm, I'm gonna be dedicating my life to God and to mm -hmm. this, I need to be how you say to live congruency. Right, right. Uh, and and mm -hmm. he went to the reversal, yeah. and he were five years. I mean, five children later, they oh, have wow. seven children. Wow. They, it's an amazing family, father. Yeah, and uh, I I find fascinating too, just because on one level, yeah, marriage is instituted by God. It comes from God. You know, church is very carefully to preserve that. Adam and Eve are placed in the garden together. So it's written in their nature, comes from God. But it's a sacrament. It's, mm -hmm. it's taken up into the sacrament. So it's an image of Christ and his love for the church. So 
I, I find it interesting, like, to study what marriage is, is going to bring you deeper into the faith as a sacrament. Mm -hmm. And you learn a lot about your faith, right? <laughs> a lot. And you, one of the things that I learned that, uh, on those days, that I didn't know, is when you have a valid, valid sacrament mm -hmm. in this union mm -hmm. with only one father that wants to rescue or to save this marriage, the marriage can be saved. Only mm -hmm. with one Hmm. Because you you hear that no, they they we need the the will of both. Yeah. Well, when you don't have the marriage, of course, and even though if you don't have God in your marriage, I'm sorry, but it's not gonna happen <laughs> anything. But you know, Father, since we are we become one in God's presence, mm -hmm. in His eye, we in His eyes, we are one. When let's say it happens to me, I was the one that didn't want to restore my marriage. I mean, mm. I, I was, I mean, it was awful. I hate my husband. Mm. It, it was me. And my husband stood like Jesus in the cross. He was the one that rescued me from hell, uh, rescuing mm. our marriage. And, 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 and again, because uh, his prayer, his prayer was, uh, Thomas's prayer was uh, not for me to love him, but for me to repent, to convert and to go back to Jesus again. I, right. even, I mean, of course, uh, I was doing things that, I mean, awful things. But uh, he focused his attention in and uh, and going to the prayer and said, "God, since we are one in your eyes, mm -hmm. we are become one. I mean, one body in your eyes. Uh, we are one body with you. I, I open the heart of Yvonne. I I led you to get in Yvonne's heart through my heart." You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he mm -hmm. opens my heart ah. through his heart since we are one Because Yvonne body. did want her heart okay. open. <laughs> I, pro, I mean, I have my heart open and thanks be to God. I mean, that's one of the things yeah. because I'm, I'm a, a Eucharistic soul. I adore mm -hmm. Jesus. Uh, Father, mm -hmm. for me, and this is, I want everyone to, to really listen to this. If you are really, really an Eucharistic soul, you will never going to change a human love for the love of Jesus. Even though I was I was really wounded and I was doing things that I feel even today so ashamed of it. Father, just thinking that one day for doing anything, I won't be able to receive my Jesus. Father, for me, for me, I was dying inside. Well, let's, let's maybe talk about that a little bit. Like when you all had your crisis, you were in Opus Day. You were I, going to Mass every uh, Sunday? Every day, exactly. Oh, you were daily communion. Daily communion. Daily Father, communion. in my wow. husband. Daily wow. communion. Yes, wow. Father, rosary. You know all the, the life, the piety life we, we have, a spiritual yeah. direction. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I mean, uh, I, uh, I mean... The, the work really helped me, really protect me as much as they could, but I was the one doing uh, a bad job on me. Mm -hmm. and, and this happened because uh, of my wounds I had, Father, that I, I had no idea I had. Yeah. I thought that living that way was normal to be. I didn't even know that the word wounded existed, Father, even though I have, <laughs> thanks mm -hmm. be to God, I have a really good formation. I mean... And did you avail yourself to like counseling and things? Was that part of it? You or? name it. Yeah. You name it. Even yeah. priests, even uh, uh, this guy that works in, in, in Mexico with uh, when they declared the annulation of the marriage, everything. We went through everything, Father, mm. everything. And, and I remember going through my Jesus, to, to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, uh, I, 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 telling him, what's going on with you? You don't work? 
<laughs> like this, believe me, it's like, a, come on, here I am, crazy, taking pills because I'm in depression and I'm not happy. Lord, what's going on with you? You don't work. What's happening? Believe me, it's like like a child with him, like a, like a daughter, a small daughter with him asking, please help me. Well, the thing is, I, I didn't know how to... Uh, to say yes to his grace. I was doing it maybe my way. I don't know, Father, I don't know, but uh, I was one of those women that were really wounded. And nowadays it's a big crisis in women. When I was one of those, maybe my my 40 crisis, 40 years old crisis. I don't know, Father, I don't know, but I was the one that abandoned my children, abandoned my husband, abandoned my family, seeking a happiness that comes from the evil. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so the turning point, the healing was, <clears throat> describe that part again. Your your husband was going to stand with the cross and, yes. and and wanted God to love you, to love you through mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And maybe let's talk about that just for a second, because I am fascinated to, I'm trying to understand the theology of marriage better. And like, how does that, because that human love, Vatican II talks about it, it's caught up in divine love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in your love for each other, you're experiencing, encountering God and some, he described that. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> yes. Of course, he was He was the one that really stood, like, small examples, Father, that he really, it's his man, he's a Saint Joseph. He never, he never took away his wedding ring. Because mm-hmm. the wedding ring is the wedding ring is a sacramental. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, he was there for me when I saw him with the wedding ring. For me, it was like putting holy water to the devil. Mm-hmm. Be, uh, believe me, believe right. me. And I start to develop this smell that I couldn't be next to him. Yeah. But yeah. even even that he go to daily mass he prayed the rosary uh, he went to the blessed mother and please mother protect yvonne from yvonne mm. you know all, right, all that right. and uh and at at one point he realized that it's not about that yvonne needs to change but he needs to change too that there are some things that he cooperate for the crisis, mm-hmm. many things like me, many things. Mm-hmm. So he start at, with the grace of God doing all these these changes to to show me love without telling me, mm-hmm. without even saying the words. Mm-hmm. He knew because he, of course, in his desperation to restore me to to bring me back, uh, he started to sending me messages about God and, and this and that. Mm-hmm. And, and for me thinking, yeah, talking about God and do you remember this and this? Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. He start, I mean, he started to talk more about me to God, with God, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. And, and, and asking God to maybe to, for me to have my, my eyes open to seek all this love that he mm. had for me, that my children had for me, to restore my wounded heart. Right. His right. love really, uh, he, his love made the difference, Father. Right. And, that, and and this is very important because this sacramental love, he, I mean, he put it in a different level. Every Mother's Day, and, and we're talking about five years, every birthday, every every single location, he gave me something, even a prayer. But he was there present because I was his wife mm-hmm. in God's eyes, even mm-hmm. though we were divorced. 
Right. Many, t of course, many people was telling him, "You, you don't were, have you were living apart. Uh, yeah, yeah, you don't have dignity. Mm. Yvonne already has another relationship. Yeah. Yvonne already has uh, another relationship. When you are married, it's called adultery, Father. Mm -hmm. We need to call it the sin, the name. Right. And uh, and and he was no. She's my wife. She's yeah. my wife until the end of times. Mm. Yes. Wow. So one day, Father, five years later. And, uh, uh, well, I, I, always, I keep going into my daily mass because, please, God, even though I was, I mean, I was struggling a lot, Father, mm. because I, I don't know, and I don't need, I don't want to know how to live without God. <laughs> Period. That's it. <laughs> so, for me, uh, I was going to my daily mass, and I was telling, uh, believe me, uh, I received Holy Communion, and I, I stood up in front of Our Lady, and I was like, Mother, please, you know my vocation is for marriage. Please send me a St. Joseph. And right away, and for many months, the image of my husband comes here, mm. and I from from my blessed mother. And it was no mother, not this one. Send me another one, <laughs> believe me, father. And this image for Thomas. And it was mother, please. You know how much I mean. We already divorced. I hate that son of yours. Please give me another one, another one. And right, and I start thinking, well, Ivan, please, if you want another husband, this husband has to die. And if he dies, your children will. I mean, it's gonna be so painful for them. And I was, well, mother, God is God. He will fix everything, and he will give me another husband. <laughs> believe me. <laughs> and Thomas's face was here. And every single day I finish with this prayer. Okay, mother, if you want me, if you want this man to, if, I, if you want me to go back to Tomas, I will do it. Just please do the miracle, two miracles. Please let me use your eyes to see him through your eyes. And let me use your heart to love him through your heart. And the second one is please get rid of me. I mean, uh, it's, it was disgusting for me to next to him. I, mm -hmm. I, I, Father, mm -hmm. I'm sorry for this word, but I can mm -hmm. vomit when I was next mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. Every single day, Father, every single day, I, it was my prayer. Until five years later, it was my birthday, and Thomas invited me to have dinner, and I made, made him the favor. I was extremely proud, evilly proud, to invite me to have dinner for, for my birthday. Imagine. So I went to this dinner, we finished the dinner, and he was, well, Yvonne, they told me this, this, this beautiful view, it's new in the city, let's go and see the city. And I was living in a really awful city, and, so, and I was, okay, let's go to this view <laughs> to see what good I can see from this city. <laughs> so we went, we went up to this uh, view, and I just saw that he went through a, through a, through a place to go through, through a room, but um, I believe we're going to see this view. He opened a father, and, and it was this beautiful room, like a wedding room, this beautiful bed, all decorated with hearts of roses. Uh, I can cry. <laughs> the, the song of our wedding, nothing's going to change, my love, for you. Mm -hmm. uh, with this bottle of champagne already. And, and I was like, why are you doing this, Thomas? <laughs> and he was, please relax. Let's enjoy ourselves. And I was, I was telling this father, Thomas, don't, don't you see that I don't love you? Sometimes I feel I hate you. I don't like it. No. You don't have dignity. Why are you doing this again? Please, Yvonne, go back. Come back with me. Let's make it work. And I was, I don't love you. Please. But I, at that time, father, he, he called me really with this. This embrace that I was, I, I was hunger to feel from, I was hunger to feel it. 
and, and he wa I was like I, with my arms tied and he was relaxing well, let's enjoy the moment I was I cannot enjoy the moment I don't want to be like this with you Yvonne just relaxed and it was I was poor in father I was crying like a child and I remember crying father like crazy and I just put my eyes up into in, into the sky and I say okay Lord if you want me I will go back with him but you know that I don't love him. You know that I hate him. I was, they, those were my words. But because I love you, Lord, above any other love in this world, I'm going to obey you tonight. And from tonight on, I'm going to go back with him. And since that night, Father, we came back together. And since the moment I said yes to the Lord, Father, I, I, I mean, I was there. I felt this transformation of all the disgustingness I was feeling for him. Father, now I can tell you that when, whenever I'm in the presence of God and he will ask me for Thomas, I want, I'm gonna tell him, I couldn't love him more, Father. Mm. It, it was a, a transformation, a miracle that only the sacrament can give you. Mm -hmm. Do you think there was like a demonic influence? Totally, because Thomas, Thomas told me that uh, when he saw, saw me and he, saw, he went through my eyes, he could see something. Yes. And what, did, did someone pray over you, a priest pray over you or anything? Probably or? at that time, no. Mm -hmm. No, probably. What mm -hmm. really, really rescued me or helped me not to go even deeper from, mm -hmm. uh, to hell, it was my communion. Because when I have the conscience that, that I was in, in sin or something, I run into the confessionary. And I was having this, I don't want to sin, Father. I want to be with you. Mother, protect me. Mm. Uh, believe me, my love for Jesus, he rescued me, Father. I, I just can't tell you. I, and I need to be clear in this one so everyone can understand and listen to me. I'm not making this, this story up. When you are committing adultery, you are doing it with the devil, Father. Mm -hmm. I saw the devil doing, uh, committing mm -hmm. a, a, adultery. I saw his face. Mm -hmm. Nobody, I, I'm not making this up. Mm -hmm. I saw it. And it mm -hmm. was the, the, the scariest moment of my life. This is like evil, wicked. Evil. Face. I saw his face. Mm -hmm. I saw, I mean, the environment. I saw it, Father. I felt him. No, mm -hmm. no, no, Father, I don't want to, I don't, no, no, Father, it's real. I'm not making this, I promise you, I'm not making this up. Mm -hmm. It's the devil. Of course, he, of course, he wanted my soul. Of course, he wants my husband and my family. Father, we were a family of daily mass, my children. I mean, of course, it's a big fight right now. So yeah. you cannot say that because I go to daily mass or I pray the rosary. Oh, I'm fully protected. Of course, we're protected. Mm -hmm. But we really need to, to, to I mean, I mean, to do something with the grace he wants to give us. I <laughs> mean, of cooperation. Exactly, right? <laughs> cooperation. We need to cooperate. It, it's not magic here. Yeah. And how do you describe it today? You have a great Eucharistic love, go to daily Mass. And how does that, because Jesus is first, and you're in the sacrament of marriage. How do those two go together? Like love for your husband, <laughs> love for <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, let me tell you, my husband is my Jesus. Mm-hmm. He is my sacrament. Mm -hmm. He is my sacrament. Mm -hmm. And the way I treat my husband is supposedly that's the way I'm treating Jesus. Mm -hmm. He is my sacrament. Mm -hmm. And I am his sacrament. I'm his Jesus. Right. So right. this is, this, and he is the one guiding us. Father, I, I can tell you, I mean, 
God is our first. We thought it was our first in the first part of our marriage. And probably yes, but in a, in a really, in, in a very weak. No, yeah. Now he is my first. Yeah. Uh, and Tomás then is my second. And he knows. Mm -hmm. And then my children and then the rest. Yeah. Yes, he is really my sacrament. And, mm. and, and we really need to, we have to believe in God, but believe to God. I mean, his word, it's uh, this gospel of a uh, woman, love your husband, no, uh, husbands, love your wife as Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, my husband really lived those words. He mm -hmm. really rescued me. He really gave himself. He really died for me. But now that we are in the path to be healed, of course, vice versa. I'll do the same for him. All right. Yes. And what are, like, so you worked yourselves, you went to the Alexander House program. Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of those steps or things that you do in the program. Yes. First of all, let's say that the first session, we uh, teach them the, the God's plan of marriage. Why was in the God's heart's desire of a Catholic marriage, a Christian marriage? Too? And give us a thumbnail sketch. Yeah, of yes. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, they, of course, we the, the totality, libre, total, fiel, uh, how do you say, freedom, liberty, Fair, so, mm -hmm. uh, total, mm -hmm. uh, faithful, mm -hmm. Or open to life, and mm -hmm. we and we should imitate God's, I mean Jesus, God, God Jesus, mm -hmm. life in when He was in this world. Yeah. Uh, that's why we say, we tell them that marriage is not a 50-50, Marriage is not about a hundred and a hundred because sometimes one of us is not gonna be the hundred. Mm -hmm. We're human. That uh, Christian marriage is supposed to be one hundred versus zero, but the other person. It's doing the same. Mm -hmm. So, because we have to replicate Jesus' life, He give Himself totally. Right. He, I mean, what else can He give? Right. Uh, faithful. Uh, yeah. I mean, the freedom. Nobody took His life. He's giving His life for our own sake, yeah. for our salvation. So we're supposed to be imitating His life into our marriage. And then we show them, um, we talk about wound, we talk about uh, the healing and how to heal in God's, with God's grace, it's possible. Yeah, and what was the phrase you told me that God works to the wounds? Is that? Ah, la, la, en la herida está la misión. The mission is in the, the wound. Mission. Yeah. And uh, so that's a phrase of the Alexander House? No, oh, no, no, oh, no, no. That's no, yours. No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, mine and my, my uh -huh. co-host. Uh -huh. No, but yes, I mean, I, I, sometimes, Father, we went, it was so, so painful what we went through. And I'm not talking about my pain, the pain mm -hmm. I, I provoked to my husband and my children, Father. Mm -hmm. But now that I, I see all, all the things, the beautiful thing God has done in His mercy, with all of my weakness, all my wounds, it's like, it's thank you, sweet Jesus. Of mm. course, uh, if he asked me again, do you want to go through the same and you see all these fruits? It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so painful for the yeah. children, Father. Yeah. So, and nowadays the world is inviting us to divorce. Divorce is so easy. It's so easy. You know what's shocking to me too, statistically in America, it's like most women are asking for the divorce that first year or two after marriage or something. And I always think of like the women, it seems like they're kind of more hardwired yes. to want marriage and it family. Is. But yet 
They're the one. Why is that? Because, uh, first of all, we don't, I mean, we don't prepare well enough to go to marriage. Then it's been years that we haven't, we as parents, I'm talking about parents, we are, we haven't been a, a good role model for our children. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you're expecting to be, to be ready for marriage, just taking a pre-marriage course or mm -hmm. with the church, that's not going to work. We mm -hmm. don't have good role models in, in our parents, in our families. Then, nowadays, women, we're being disguised. I mean, we are with this empowerment. That, mm -hmm. that believe, Father, I'm sorry, but that's a nasty word that we Christian women, mm -hmm. we don't need. Mm -hmm. We have one that could be really empowered. <laughs> and it's the mother of the humbles, you know, yeah. with this empowerment. And now, have you heard about this uh, feminism, Catholic feminism? Mm. It doesn't exist, Father. Mm. We don't need that. Yeah. And we have this idea, we don't need a man. We're enough. It's like, come on, we all have emotional needs. Uh -huh. Given God's given. He put those emotional needs in our soul, in our mm -hmm. spirit, and and he in, 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 um, he's um, he's uh, he's the best God. Uh, he gave us a partner, a husband. We as women, a, a husband to 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 fulfill those needs. That's mm -hmm. what that's what the beautiful things of of marriage. We women are seeking in the wrong place, Father. Yeah, and that's what strikes me too. Is like marriage is like the premier place, and for some reason I. I don't know. I, I see this more clearly in women that like your gifts, like to bring forth life, mm -hmm. to nurture life, to pay attention to the person, to, you know, that, that, that just thrives. That's where that happens in marriage in the mm -hmm. premier way. Mm -hmm. It's like we're telling our young women today, you know, why get married? You know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's all about the career. It's all about achievement exactly. or whatever. And it's like your highest gifts mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, I guess you'd say the same for man too. I mean, we're all called to be either spiritual. We're all called to fatherhood or motherhood. Yes. And so, man's gonna, a man's gonna exercise that in the family, and everything. Um, and yeah, I think it's definitely true. I mean, you see how women just, you know, balance off men and make their lives more human. I mean, you know, men would just be all about work. You know, mm -hmm. if they didn't have women around, stuff, yes. they could just grind it out and just be all about it. So, you know, it's, it's a two-way street for both. But I, um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, the messages our young people get. But so the next thing, okay, you, you learn about marriage, what it, the purpose, reason, theology. Uh -huh. And then what's another step you all do? Then, uh, then once they learn everything about that, what is really commitment? That uh, big commitment for you and real, you really want to embrace this is that, you have everything to help your husband, your wife to become saint, to be holy. Right. Yes. And now, now that you embrace all these, uh, uh, the four attributes, I know them in Spanish, libre, total, fiel, y abierto a la vida. Now that you really embrace that, you put really in your heart that, yes, that's your first commitment to help your husband, your wife to become saints, to become saints, to become holy. We invite them to renew their vows. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and sometimes they're not priest to renew the vows or a deacon. So I told them, just go in front of the Blessed Sacrament and tell our seed Jesus, my Lord, now that I know the purpose of the marriage, now that I know that my mm -hmm. first commitment is to help him, to help her to become saints, now that I embrace the, the fullness of the 
plan, uh, God's plan for a marriage. I'm here to tell you, yes, I want to help her, mm. help him to become a saint. Mm. And now the, the poor, the poorness, of, I mean, all the, uh, the God's poor, the, all the graces of the mm. sacrament now, because we are now embracing all the commitment. And then they come back when we talk about uh, healing, forgiveness, that we all have. We are all wounded, Father. We come very wounded to our marriage. And eventually, every single wound will explode inside the sacrament. <laughs> That's why uh, I write also for Aleteia. It's a Catholic uh, uh, online magazine. Yeah. And once I wrote this uh, article, it's called, Please do not get married before you heal or your wounds. <laughs> no? So that, that, that happened. But the beautiful yeah. thing of the sacrament is that we have a, a, a spouse that, that can help us. Right. To, to to restore our heart, yeah. to heal those wounds yeah. through the grace of the sacrament, through Jesus. Then we show them all the what's uh, the emotional needs because it's not popular to have needs nowadays because we are self, you know, mm -hmm. everything. We have emotional needs and we have a, a, a spouse that's going to help us to, to, to fulfill them, mm -hmm. to satisfy them. We talk about chastity in marriage, which is very important. A, a, a extremely high number of uh, crises in marriage is because they use contraception and they don't realize that. Mm. Then uh, we talk about... Wait, what does that do to a marriage, contraception? Oh, Father, I mean, yeah. uh, if you are using contraception, believe me, you're going to have an expiration date. It's, <laughs> it's very sad because, Father, we, 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 these words we say in the creed, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the giver of life. When we were using contra, can it, uh, and, uh, how do you say uh, contraception mm -hmm. in English? Mm -hmm. uh, it, we're saying we don't need life here. We don't need you, Holy Spirit, here with us. We are just one who have fun. That's it. Right. right. And you start to live in a marriage with only the human strength. Right. And guess what? The human strength, it's extremely limited. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we don't. I mean, and also the, 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 the marital embrace, the, I mean, mm -hmm. sex relationship mm -hmm. is a sign of the sacrament, Father. Mm -hmm. it's as, as water is for baptism, mm -hmm. the, the, the relationship, it's right. for the marriage. John Paul described it as it gives flesh to the vows. I love that. that. <laughs> no, that's exactly yeah, because yeah. when we say yeah. a, a, a vows, it, it's only vows. It, those are words. Yeah. And in the honeymoon, we give right. the body. Right. It's beautiful. Right. It's beautiful. Right. So uh, they embrace this. I mean, the, the chastity. And also we talk about uh, the spiritual life in, the, in their marriage. Invite them mm. to really live God in their marriage. Mm. Prayer, going to Mass, uh, reading the Holy Bible. It's incredible that nowadays couples doesn't, doesn't pray together. Yeah. No, they don't even give the blessing when they go to, to work. or not. They don't even bless the food. Right, right. How would you describe the man's role in the prayer, the family prayer life, like with the kids, with the spouse? Well, let me tell you, and there's, I don't know the, the numbers right now, but there is a big statistic that when the man, it's really the leader, the prayer leader, of, I mean, the, the faith leader. Mm -hmm. Actually, let me tell you something to these men that are listening to us. It's their first role. For as a custom, women are the ones that are bringing faith to, to the mm -hmm. family. But it's the man's chore. It's their obligation to the man to bring yeah. the faith home. It's right. man. It's a man thing. God's mm. given. I'm sorry, but it's for you guys. <laughs> and we women are the ones that it's bring this beautiful thing. Uh -huh. It's it's the one that enhances the beauty of, of the of the yeah. prayer life. 
But guys, boys, <laughs> husbands, yeah. you really need to be the leader of yeah. your house. And if, guys, and if you really wanna, I don't, I don't know how to say in English, uh, su submiss, a submissive woman, mm -hmm. as in the Bible yeah, says, yeah. you, you really want a submissive woman, please become a Saint Joseph. That's it. I mean, try to live the virtues <laughs> of Saint Joseph, and yeah. they, and they can do it, Father. They yeah. uh, and we, we as women, as wife, we really need to to let them to really be that role. There right. are so many men nowadays that are so emasculated. Yeah, yeah. And and dude, you, we see all the consequences, Father, nowadays. Yeah. So is that the word you used in hail? Like the the is that what you said? Like the the man will bring the spirituality. The woman kind of in haste. Oh, in, in haste. haste enhances it. Enhances it. Oh, okay, enhances. okay. Enhances. Uh -huh. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because mm -hmm. yeah, the statistic that that's everybody quotes today is, it's like if if you look at a family and the father's practicing, that has a greater impact on the children than the the mother. Totally. Yeah. Just imagine, father. And I have this picture when we used to live in San Antonio. It was this guy, extremely tall. It was really got my attention because he was really tall, and he was going to receive daily communion with his one and a half, two years old. Uh, he was there mm. holding hands. Then his father receiving sweet Jesus, the Holy Communion, kneeling down. This two-year-old kneeling down, of course, receiving the blessing. Just imagine, Father, that figure. When you're a child, when you're even more boys, and you see your daddy, daddy is your hero, Father. Yeah. And when you see your hero kneeling down yeah. to someone you don't see right now, but there's someone, imagine the impact that does in in this children's heart and so if he's my daddy is kneeling down to mm, to that to god or to that cross mm, that person should be very important right mm -hmm. you know i remember i had this like conversion experience into college and i started going to daily mass and they had the parish had like a 6 15 a.m mass and i would sometimes i'd go before work and um and I remember one time the pastor, he probably did it more than once, so just one particular time I remember him, he had his clerics on and he had his coat on. And he was like probably in his, probably around 60 at that point or something. And, but he had, you know, he had the coat on and he was kneeling down in prayer with his breviary. And I remember he was just so dignified looking and, and humble in a way. And he did, he was a man, he was a really dignified person but I remember it was, it just struck me so much. I mean, all, he wasn't, he was just praying, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> and I yes. thought there was something so powerful about seeing your priest pray, uh, you know, a man you respect and stuff. Uh, but even, I don't know, even maybe beyond that, just that he was the, he was your priest, you mm -hmm. know, he's praying. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. I, I know when I became, discerning the priesthood I, I needed to hear that like from my grandfather and stuff you know this was a good life i needed that assurance you know i needed that i needed to know that he respected it oh. you know and uh so that was really powerful but yes yeah that's yeah. a beautiful thing and and this is i mean one of the invitation that uh divorce father it's never the answer it's never the solution believe me there's a solution for everything in god's hands in god's heart and uh i just and, and i want everyone to experience what my husband and now nowadays are experience uh 
our our oldest that got married last year, he's, he he told us that the only thing he wants to do is he doesn't want to get married by the law or a civil one. He wants to have the sacrament because he saw the power the power mm. that the sacrament lived in us, and uh, and the other one of course is is seeking to do the same. And uh, of course, after when we went through the divorce and the crisis, of course they fall apart from the church, from the faith. Imagine, I, I mean, I was not doing a good example. Mm. I was not a good example for them. But now, Father, they both tell us, we are looking to have a marriage like the one you mm. have. Mm. Imagine going af after that crisis yeah. and God healed us. Right. And now receiving those words, yeah. I mean, it's right. music for our ears. Right. Right. And this is the power of the sacrament, Father. Right. You know, I heard a Protestant minister say one time, he tells couples that are thinking about divorce, and he said, he said, look, he said, the best chance you have at a happy marriage is the one you're in now. Totally. You know, yeah, you think maybe some future perfect partner or something. No. But whoever you get, there's going to be issues, problems, struggles. You just have a different set of them, right? Totally. You are just changing address and, 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 and devil. <laughs> Believe me, yeah. I mean... It's 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 where you are in the marriage uh, that you are. You really need to look for help. And um, when you go to through a crisis, it's you you really need to look in the right places, Father, because nowadays a new age is offering everyone uh, solutions. Okay, Reiki, and you name mm -hmm. it, all the evil things that are around. I experienced that one, and God really protect me a lot. So. Seek for the right persons, and 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 also this is a, a, a really humble from my heart invitation to priests uh, to remind every couple that divorce is not the solution because mm. you don't know how many couples we've been working that are even with tears. My my priest told me that the solution is a divorce, so mm. it is not. And Father, uh, you you as priests have the, the 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 miracle of miracles every single day in your hands, every single day in your hands. Well, the same Christ that you have in your hands, it's the same Christ that can restore that marriage. Is the Christ that live in that marriage. So, no, the divorce will never gonna be the solution. The mm. solution is to go back to Jesus. All right. Who are, like, you, you're the director, the Spanish director of Alexander House. Now, what are the typical people you see come to you now that... Uh, well, <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, we are, believe me, marriages with 35, 40 years of story. Mm. And they, they are just tired. It's incredible that they don't know basic for us things about God's plan for marriage. They mm -hmm. didn't knew that. And also pretty young marriage, around seven to ten years of marriage. Mm. That's a typical. And one common denominator we see what to the use of contraception mm -hmm. and one of them or even both are in a way in touch with this new age philosophy oh really mm -hmm. so this is houston texas this is houston we, mm -hmm. right now but we work all over the world because right now we work online okay mm -hmm. and and would you the people coming to would they be you have the poor, rich, middle class, or we don't charge us. We don't care. 
Oh, you don't charge? <laughs> no. Oh, wow. No. Okay. No, no, that's a promise that yeah. God made to, I mean, God, yeah. uh, Greg made to yeah. God. No, yeah. we don't charge. We don't know. Wow. We, we, I mean, the Alexander House, yeah. of course, it's always open to donations. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. But uh, in education, most of them are really high educated. Oh, they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, uh, to me, that's a scary thing, too, because I know that's like what the stats are. I think you're, I think I was reading about it, like in the South, um, you know, like the, the poverty issues, I think is the number one factor, like against marriage that would be cited as a primary reason. Uh, but also like yeah, educated people tend to build a more successful, just statistically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, and to me that, because that's what, that's what we constantly see, I think in our society, you know, as it gets harsher and more, the culture gets more distorted. It's like the poor hurt more, the marginalized suffer more. And uh, that's always a scary thing. It's like when our country can't, you know, can't fully support marriage culturally, that that's a scary place to be, you know? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and, and when, when, I mean, because you sense and you get mm -hmm. to know them that it's people that are really struggling with the money, I just can tell you that they are the most humble to follow directions, mm. to, 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 to listen to this advice, to really, really go back to Jesus, to really do what we tell them to do, because this is one of the things. If you really believe that Jesus can save your marriage, yes. Are you gonna do whatever we ask you to do in the name of Jesus? And we have many that say, no, well, we cannot work with you. I'm sorry, mm. because we really need your will to work because we are not the ones doing any miracle. We have no power whatsoever, right, right. it's his. And if you don't let him to be in your marriage and to work in your marriage, nothing's gonna happen. Right. But the yeah. ones that, I mean, I can tell that it's a really humble people, really docile, really, and the ones that are <laughs> richer, and we have ones that told us, you're not gonna tell me what to do. And I say, <laughs> be my guest, we cannot work with you. What can we say, Father? Yeah. I mean, there's a great story. I, a guy that was in AA told me they, they had this saying, you know, some guy comes out, he's struggling with alcoholism and they tell him, you know, the guy's like, he's, he's hard headed. Right. And mm -hmm. so they said, why don't you go down to the interstate, flag down the first passing car and ask him what you should do with your life right now. <laughs> And he said, that'd be better than what you think you should do. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a, I think there's a lot of truth in that in the sense that we're blind to ourselves, we're blind to our weaknesses, and like an objective view can often help us. But just to offer, you know, I think that's such an important quality. Like with you in that moment in the, in the hotel room or whatever, that it was... Uh, that I'm open to a change. I'm yes. surrendering. Yes. Okay, God, I'm gonna let go of doing it my way. Yes. It's just not working, no. right? <laughs> at all. Yeah. I mean, it didn't work at all. Thanks be to God. Thanks mm. be to God. I, mm. It's when uh, uh, it's when I realized that, oh my sweet Jesus, you really had a big plan for me <laughs> and for my family, but not again, please. <laughs> yes, you really need to surrender, to surrender yourself to Jesus. There is no other way for him to work in, in you. I mean, yeah. he loves you so much that he's not gonna push you to, to love him. Yeah. You know that. And I guess that's that element. We, we talked about doing the pious practices and the practice of our faith, of our religion. Mm -hmm. 
but it has to be animated by this surrender to God, right? You totally. Know? Yeah. Totally. You have any parting words as we close? Any last thought? No. Ju well, just that. Let's do the good fight, Father. Let's, yeah. as Mother Angelica used to say, I, I said it in English. I don't know. Let's be testaruda stubborn, mm. testarudamente yeah. santos. Let's yeah. keep on fighting in our marriages. It's worth it, Father. Right. It's right. worth it. Don't listen to the world. It's very right. important. The, the world wants to destroy you, destroy your family, destroy your marriage. Yeah. Because imagine how precious you are in God's eyes that the devil wants that. So don't listen to the world. You are the yeah. children of God. Yeah. Uh -huh. And you just reminded me too, Benedict gave this, Pope Benedict gave this beautiful address. He talked about the evangelical witness of marriage and that when people are living that marriage, not maybe not even well, but if you're living it witnesses to the gospel of yes. the fidelity, yes. the bond, the, you know, the, the love that you have, so of, of love of Christ. Yes, Father. Thank you so much, Yvonne. Thank Thanks. you, Father. Mm -hmm.